everybody sees on Instagram that you are always burning them. Yeah. That's what they think. Yeah. Um, it's rarely the case. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Well, uh, hey, I'm for it. We'll go straight into it then. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Uh, we're recording from a different setting. This is somewhere I've never been. Um, with my friend BC Rogers. First and foremost, I know I've told you already today, but I'm gonna say it again. I, I appreciate being here. I appreciate you having me here. Oh, thanks, Lake. Yeah, glad to have you here. This was my this morning was my first duck hunt of the year, of the entire of the entire season, which is pretty special. <laughs> well, we're, uh, I'll describe the setting so that if I uh, get distracted, we're watching the noon football game yeah. getting ready to watch the saints game here in a little while <laughs> had a nice duck hunt this morning and a nice breakfast yeah. and uh you sprung on me that i was gonna be on the podcast that's what i do yeah i get that feeling <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's what so we, i mean you have the stuff that we did so we did all that already and now we're podcasting now and then there's like nap time plans for the future i hope so don't say that in, on the podcast kim will know i took a nap there's no naps involved uh <laughs> at all i was talking about myself right oh yeah lakes kim lake's gonna take a nap <laughs> i'm not taking a nap. so um uh, before we go any further kind of kind of describe a little bit who you are and and what you do like with ren and ivy because oh, okay. I, I mean i think yeah. it's the, the coolest thing oh that's nice uh so my name is bc rogers and i am one of the owners of uh, ren and ivy sporting and travel gear mm -hmm. we make uh, leather and canvas uh gear uh our our mission is to sort of bring back uh traditional gear with modern functionality okay yeah um and it, honestly, if there had been a lot of companies that stayed in business, we probably wouldn't be in business. Mm. Uh, we're, I don't think we're reinventing the wheel at any, in any way. We're just, uh, you know, bringing back stuff I couldn't find yeah. anymore. And uh, it has, uh, it turned out there were other people that wanted that too. Yeah. And here's what I say when I say, I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Uh, like I want to elaborate on that a little bit. I, I, I try to make without it without trying to make it a habit it's kind of become a habit of mine of people that i have on this podcast i, I tend to have a, guest wise i've had a lot of folks that are in passion driven careers so yeah. to speak we were talking about that this morning exactly yeah. and because and, I, I like hearing i mean that that's what i did you know that's what i was pursuing when i was right. younger and that's a, a lot of the guys that we've had on here um you know, like folks like John uh, Muscadine Bloodline and John Langston and um, mm -hmm. Logan Cook, who's you know doing the you know punter for the the Jaguars, mm -hmm. and bring that back to what what you're doing. You know, this is something that you're passionate about that that you are hands on and designing and stuff. And I just, I, I love seeing people chase what they love to do. Well, unlike those guys, uh, I wish that I had had a plan and people oftentimes think that I did. Mm -hmm. uh, what I did was uh, God slammed, closed every door. He didn't want me to walk through and left one open. Uh. So it, it, it would be disingenuous for me to say that I had a plan. Like I worked really hard and became a, a punter. Yeah. Uh, I just, God taught me certain things through my experiences in my life. And I don't mean to sound like a Sunday school teacher, but <laughs> that's what, that's what happened. Uh, and then it put me in a position to be able to do this one thing that 
that presented yeah. itself to me. Which is so a lot of your a lot of your products are are kind of I guess based around waterfowling, duck hunting. The correct? first ones were. It's interesting. People think that, uh, and 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 it's true in a lot of ways. I'm so passionate about uh, waterfowling and always have been, and uh, we started out that way. So the first thing that happened was I was trying to find a gun case and a shell belt and a blind bag which mm-hmm. is our ditty bag and our fouling piece case and our in our uh, our shell belt and i had this friend uh who had a luggage company and he he wouldn't build those things for me okay. and i was just trying to build one for me mm-hmm. and uh he after i was bugging him about it he's like you should just go do it yourself and i didn't know he was blowing me off about that mm. i now know that because we're still friends uh <laughs> well it's crazy what you can do if you don't know you can't yeah you know so i just went and did it and uh and it turned like i said earlier it turns out like other people wanted that too yeah that's cool that's yeah that's that's how that's that is kind of funny how it's 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 where this life takes some crazy turns yes it does (laughs) it does and i wish i was smart enough to listen to what direction i was supposed to go through but that's (laughs) really not true i would be i would be lying if i said that but it has worked out yeah that's fine yeah well so i mean so your first the first things you made were were waterfowl based i'm sorry yes Uh, no the reason i bring that up is because like the more and more uh because when we think about like me and you haven't known each other that terribly long no and like the one of the first like the first time i actually met you i was like all right this dude is all about some duck hunting uh, yeah well, which i mean it doesn't pick, take long yeah exactly you can, that. but yeah, right it's right. like one of those things like which is why people think our company is a duck hunting company sure because our instagram and our facebook look like that because that's all i do that's all you do right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is mess with ducks get ready for ducks and then try to kill ducks yeah uh but i mean the reality of the company is we do all sorts of great travel and sporting gear uh but yeah people i'm i'm uh, i I may be the most uh, (laughs) i'm just really eat up with it well that's that was what my my point was is like it's the more time i spend around you the more i go all right he's more into ducks than i thought he was (laughs) i didn't expect you to say that yeah okay it's just it just keeps getting like i'm like okay he's this like he's into it and yeah. so and I, yeah. well, here's the thing is i i i'm sorry no 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 <laughs> I'm, it's not a negative at all like yeah. i can i appreciate it yeah so i mean it brings me to i i guess probably the the main focus of what what we're going to be talking about today is so when you invited me here uh-huh. you invited me here yesterday I like did. yeah because we we stopped by i'm gonna do a shameless plug real quick i uh, stopped by y'all have a, a pop-up store in highland village we do yeah and yeah. i stopped by because you and your wife uh kim had bought some six point season shirts or six points in shirts is that I, how you- I would say six points in <laughs> at 43 but you told me yeah. that it's six point well, season it's, thank you for that here's yeah. my here's my shameless plug uh is so i haven't talked about it on the podcast yet but uh, I'm sure a lot of folks on here follow along on Instagram and everything, and they've seen the six-point season or six-points in, however you want to pronounce it. They both apply. You know what? The, the kids need – the hospital needs money re- either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whether you're so, cool or a dork like yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so what I started doing, I, I just had this crazy idea. I was like, as much as people are liking this goofy six-point season thing, 
I can slap that on a t-shirt, make a really good t-shirt. I can sell them and we can donate every bit of the profits to the Blair to the Bats and Children's Hospital. Yes. And so that that's what all that is. Again, get back to the, but if any of you listeners would be willing to help with that fundraiser, you can go to sixpointseason.com. That is the number 6 point p o i n t s z n.com. Every bit of the profits is going to the Bats and Children's Hospital. But so, like I said, back to the conversation. I stopped by and saw saw y'all yesterday, and uh, you were like, "Hey, you want to go duck hunting tomorrow?" <laughs> and I was like, "Check, check. Are we back?" So I don't know if y'all could hear it or not, but we <laughs> we lost power for a few <laughs> seconds there. Yeah, and it cut right it's back. It's a on. duck camp. I mean, we are sitting in a duck camp, right? We are. Um. So okay, yeah. So I show up at y'all's store, and you're like, "Hey, you want to go duck hunting tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah." absolutely i do you, know? you did yeah you jump right on that yeah <laughs> i mean you don't have you, you don't have to tempt me you know with a good time very hard you know? <laughs> right right don't tempt me with a, a but, good time but like one of the first like you were like now i'll i'm telling you now like i'd love for you to come or you said something along this i said i'd love for you to come but the conditions are not that great and we may not we probably won't kill a whole lot of ducks right or any yeah, yeah. and i was like I don't care. I do think that that's an, <laughs> I am unique in that way. Most of my friends uh, and family only want to go if we're going to burn them. And yeah. I, I, I like to go duck hunting. So let's, like, I'm going to dive into that full bore. Okay. Yeah, no, I started like, something there. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, you absolutely did. Okay. Like, what, I'm going somewhere with this. I, when did you start duck hunting what age were you mm, no beginning just always kind of doing it yeah my parents are huge duck hunters to this day uh they're in their 70s they they duck hunt you know i mean both of them break 25 days a year easy yeah you know and uh they were they were both avid waterfowlers when i was born yeah and my mom's one of those you know uh rare ladies particularly at the time yeah. uh that you know has always been a big duck hunter just into it yeah 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 and she she was introduced to duck hunting uh by my father but okay. before i was born sure so when i was born in 77 uh i mean they were man it was in the you know actually we're living kind of in the good old days now that's what people don't realize yeah. but yeah. uh that that was an, another really good time for duck hunting right particularly in this area when rice farm before catfish farming started and so yeah I'm, I'm, long answer there out of my whole life yeah my sister and i were always here yeah um uh, and you know honey. i would i would have to think you were extremely unique in the fact that you grew up with both parents being avid duck hunters yeah i don't know anybody i mean well i i, I mean you know uh my buddy john stevens you know he he's he's raised his family that way he mm -hmm. and angie uh i know a few families but yeah i don't know a lot of them not yet definitely not a majority no mm -mm. yeah so would for that for you do you ever like do you like it so duck hunting was just something you always did yeah it's, it's i mean i'd love to have a better answer but the, no 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 i'm not you know, there's the, not a right or wrong answer here well, i'm just trying the, to get the, a scope of how you know no i understand what you're saying the, the truth is look I, my parents were always hunting so it was just what we did as a family right you know and then they handled it really well uh 
in hindsight and as a parent today uh i can see that they handled it really well and that i never felt like i had to go yeah and they always made it a lot of fun it was more about fun than duck hunting uh and you know my dad was doing all the stuff i'm doing yeah. you know making there be ducks and making there be places to hunt them and you know all that stuff yeah but i didn't and that was just all part of just what we did yeah did you ever have let me this like i grew up in a hunting family not not to that degree as yours mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. but i can remember specifically like it was always something i always kind of did and i always kind of enjoyed it uh but for me it was and i've spoken about this before when i started turkey hunting mm. that's when i hit like a second gear as sure. far as like that was when like as i was like, it t- it jumped mm-hmm. to a different level it wasn't just something i did anymore i was like this is every like this is what i do you know i mean like this is what i love to do was there anything like that in you you're growing up duck hunting or was it just kind of always there for you that's a great question yes there was uh when i learned how to blow a duck call Mm. it and and i and you know so i was you know i was always duck hunting starting you know five years old or something like that yeah Uh, about ivy's age now actually and uh they when i started blowing a duck call when i was like 10 or 11 and then Mm -hmm. when i i I mean i i have some distinct memories uh a buddy of my tom a, a buddy of mine uh and janet took me hunting to call for them Mm. when i was about 12 years old Uh, and i was the it was one of the first times where i was the primary caller dad wasn't there he wasn't there to back me up if i messed up the ducks were gonna fly away right mm -hmm. and i remember being like wow so this is all on me i gotta Mm -hmm. i gotta make these ducks land in these decoys or we're not going to kill any ducks. Yeah. And that was, I think that was kind of the turning point. Yeah. You know, then another big one, and I, up to that point, I, well, no, for, at that at that time and, and, and well beyond that, I was super into bow hunting for whitetails. And uh, then I got into, in college, um, I got into uh, running dogs mm-hmm. and uh, did hunt tests and some field trials and that was the next thing that was it's just kind of everything else just kind of fell off right (laughs) other hobbies just started to fall to the wayside (laughs) you know because you know you start you know well that's it's 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 funny to me or not not funny it's it's all it's just intriguing to me you'll you'll meet some people that when it comes to hunting they're just happy to do you know whatever is available deer duck mm-hmm. turkey up you know whatever and then you meet guys like you know like yourself like yeah i mean you you don't hate deer hunting you no, know you, yeah, you'll turkey to. you'll yeah. turkey hunt in the spring mm. but yeah. you're about those ducks yeah I mean, turkeys are are a close second but yeah. uh but yeah it, it, it's just I, you're right i guess that is a unique i am yeah. I'm, I'm i'm eat up at, and like, i can tell like so this morning uh we had it was it was one of the the latter groups that we watched before we left it was it was when we had that group of gadwall and those three mallards flying around yeah i remember i was pushed back in the blind because i didn't know where they were i was trying to stay hidden and everything and i was watching you because you were calling you were watching them and i I remember i saw i saw the gadwall up high i saw the mallards swing around they swung around in front of you 
and I could just see, I see you, then I could see you just had this huge smile on your face, <laughs> just watching those. People ducks. say that all the time, and, yeah. I, and that's what, and I, but look, me for me, someone I guess might like. I love that because that's just more of like I'm like this dude loves this. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, I it, people used to say that about me when I was water skiing too. Uh, you know, I, I I don't take it that as serious as I am about it. I don't take it that seriously. I really uh love to love to do this i love to see them do what they do mm -hmm. uh <laughs> what'd you say last night i like playing with my food yeah <laughs> <laughs> play with my food <laughs> look at it <laughs> well it brings me I, I say all that to talk about your background and to try to get the listeners to kind of get a grasp of just how eccentric you are about ducks and duck hunting and then to talk about like the fact like and i'm not blowing smoke we talked about this several times we did not kill limits of ducks this morning no well, conditions <laughs> were conditions were not good if you're trying to kill limits of ducks it was super foggy in the timber in the in in the pea soup fog yeah, yeah not kill, not much wind we at didn't all. kill a lot of ducks no but no. and here's the thing and, and not cold and uh <laughs> not cold but here's the thing like i tell I, I had a blast this morning I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I did too, man. I, I like I said, uh, I, I I like going duck hunting. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that way. As a matter of fact, I think that we may be doing ourselves a disjustice when we talk about how many things we kill or how big the things we kill are. Yeah. In that we take we we take away from the joy of people that are being introduced to our sports, mm -hmm. uh, all the outdoor sports. Um, because it's a lot of fun mm -hmm. no matter what of those things happen those of us who are more experienced uh we know that it's a whole lot it may be a lot more fun when you kill you know 10 limits of greenheads right right but you got to remember that it's also fun when you work a few groups and you kill a few ducks and you do it the right way and you spend time with you know my nephews were with us this morning yeah you spend time with your family and your friends and and i, I we i think it's important for us to remember that well i've said this before and i wasn't even i wasn't talking specifically about ducks but it applies like if if you go duck hunting and you don't kill a limit you're not taking a loss Right. You know what I mean? And right. that's kind of, it's it's kind of like you were talking about and I don't like obviously it's not like I'm against Instagram. I'm on Instagram all the time. Yeah. But but uh I just don't I've know noticed. if it's you have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. <laughs> it's me, man. It's me. It, it just I, I don't know if it's so, if it it can be perpetuated by social media a little bit or not. Uh but it's it you do see some of that mentality. I was talking to my dad about this this week. You know, you don't, I don't want to see somebody's social media feed where they're talking about, you know, negatives, you know, but there is a sort of weird balance between telling the whole truth and the negatives that are happening in your life, mm. whatever it be, and only telling the positives. Yeah. It kind of like we were talking about earlier. Sure. And I don't know where that balance is. Yeah. You know, my my family is not perfect. We don't have a perfect life, but we have a blessed life. Mm -hmm. And I typically I post pictures where I'm having a good time with my family. Yeah, that I think it is important for us to remember that there's 
you know the other side of that every the, the more you get to know someone you more you realize they're like everybody else yeah that's that that's true with duck hunting like we didn't kill a lot of ducks today the the reason why we had a great time today is because we weren't with anybody who cares about killing a lot of ducks <laughs> yeah you know i mean I, yeah. not that anybody doesn't want to yeah. but uh I, you know it's okay if you don't it's finding that balance you know yeah i agree and it's it's like i, I tell tell people you know if, you, if you're watching a, a Primo's episode and there's a duck hunt on there where we have a really, really good hunt, I say typically to get that one really good hunt, we probably went five or six times before we had one where we just burn them. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's interesting to know. Yeah. I, I, I've never tried to film videos, but when yeah. I've been with friends who were doing it, it yeah. it's a it's very stressful. It's that, and it's, <laughs> what well, you know, it's, it's like you said, it and if you watch just the show and it's not it's not like we're trying to you know discard anything or make it or give a different view it's just i mean typically you know no one would want to watch a hunt where you i mean you want to watch the good one so that's what make it to the show i would think particularly so, with duck hunts. so so, <laughs> so i'm like i'm like but the perception that some people get is well they just whack them every time they go like nah bro right right <laughs> those yeah, just yeah. don't make it to right. the show you know? don't, i mean don't think we're not putting the greenheads on top of the pile you know like i, I mean it, it it that's that's reality yeah I, I, I think that would be particularly true with with uh duck hunts like you don't think people would want to watch primo's episode that like you just had a picture of the sky with nothing in it <laughs> like we saw today for most of the morning and that's the truth about hunting <laughs> right right <laughs> the pictures you'll see are true pictures <laughs> the calling years here <laughs> we did have we did put a hunt on there a few years ago where we had ducks jordan and i you ever had a day where you just could not you may not have i have i did me and jordan for the life of us could not hit a duck i remember the episode it was painful man i was look i respect you for having put that on there because i do remember watching it well i didn't have a say i told him i didn't want it out there <laughs> no. well, you watch me miss a green head at, at, i don't know 20 feet we, yeah. <laughs> today we uh shoot man. we did man, end up killing it? that duck we did yeah we did yeah. uh we uh we killed, I think, four gadwall that morning or something, or t maybe two. I don't know. Less than four or less. Yeah. And we should have had a limit, probably. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah, but I was like, you know, when that happens, don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly happens to me, too. Uh, I, I never have fancied myself the world's greatest shot. None of the, none of the individual parts about duck hunting. Uh, I've always tried to be a student of all of them but I've never gotten like super obsessed with any of them. Like I mm. love to be, you know, proficient at my duck call, but you know, I can't, I can't blow like some of my friends. That TJ Mallet. Right, right. Exactly. Dude. You're right. God. Exactly. Like, okay, TJ, we get it. I'll stop calling. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> Worst is I was, I was on talking about TJ. I was, uh, looking at my Instagram and, uh, I don't know if this guy would want me to tell this about him, so I won't say who it was. But I was like flipping through my Instagram, and the and, and I had had made the the audio on, yeah. and I flipped over to T. It, it was one of TJ's videos, and you could hear him calling. And another friend of mine from across the room went, "Is that TJ Mallet?" 
They <laughs> <laughs> could tell just by hearing. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Well, he's special, man. That dude could do it, yeah. man. He's he was on this podcast last year. I, oh, met, I met TJ because of you. Right, right. Yeah, yeah we're, he's a good friend. They, uh, so I, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm, I don't try to be proficient in, at any of them to the po- to, you know, obsession. But uh, I like I like to try to be good a little bit good yeah. at all of it. You know? Yeah. Well, it's just a lot like the when we were driving, we were driving back here. You're sitting there and you're going, now what could I have done different on those ga- on those Mallers and Gadwall that didn't land in those decoys? What could I do? I was like, <laughs> be, yeah, I know. I, it, it, you know, you can't turn that stuff off. So what, what, what happened on that situation, and I'll be brief, is that we had a group of three Mallers come in, bad conditions. They don't want to be in the decoys, uh, and they were, uh, you know, working pretty well. Yeah. Then this group of gadballs comes in who always mess up the mallards, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. they came over, and they acted more interested, so I switched, mm-hmm. which I knew I should have stayed on the mallards. Mm-hmm. And then when I started calling the gadballs, uh, you know, we ended up, it just messed everything up. Yeah. You know, nothing, nobody, now everybody's confused. It, so. It's so, like, to me, from a learning, because I'm kind of in that same boat. Like, I'm always, especially if I'm in a new environment, mm-hmm. I'm always, like, trying to watch what's going on. Because, I like I've said it before, I have not done a lot of timber duck hunting. Right. And so d- the whole, how how y'all work ducks is different than what I'm used to. It just seems to be, it's just a different process. Sure. And, uh, like, just watching the ducks that work this morning, watching them where it's just different i love that too like that i love to be able to go to places and figure out Mm -hmm. new things that people you know that's that's one of my fail i told you today when you when you pointed that out uh that i was still sort of obsessing over not you know perfectly finishing a group uh that i mean that's that's what i never want to lose like i never want to lose being a student of the sport mm-hmm. in every aspect of it and the history of it i just like that stuff man. Yeah. yeah what what do you think got you to that point you know uh i guess it just happened over time uh, nobody's ever asked me that um as i got more and more interested in what what you know i love most about it all of the minutia of it became interesting all of the history of it became mm-hmm. interesting you know why did why, how did we get here how did we get here with uh with our tactics how did we get here with our gear you know what you know decoys is my my new uh sort of thing i'm starting to be interested in hmm. you know how do we and most specifically uh factory decoys because you probably know this but uh you know, factory decoys were wooden decoys that mm-hmm. were turned on a on a big lathe machine, um, and that all started. In my <laughs> Ryan Graves is going to get mad at me for telling this wrong. Uh, a big part of that was in in Mississippi on mm-hmm. the coast, uh, Pascagoula decoys, and so for I, I, for the last few years, I'm like, man, that's pretty cool that factory decoy started in mississippi i want to know more about that so i started collecting those decoys and reading about them hmm. and uh i think that's how it happens like the next thing is like i want to know about that you know you go down yeah. that wormhole for a while it's real easy now uh because we you know you can jump on and you can google about it but yeah 
waterfowling is one of the last things that's not that easy because <laughs> there's not that's that stuff's not on the internet yeah you know the 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 deep dive information is still in books yeah <laughs> and those books are hard to find that's a good point it <laughs> so really is yeah it, you know I, I don't i mean i that probably makes me weird but that but there that's been something i've always loved about it it's like if you you can learn about something that there's just a few very few people that know yeah it's, and i guess that there's probably a little bit of uh draw or enticement about it that makes it where it's not just an easy grab yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. i does that make me hard-headed i probably so. yeah <laughs> i don't know i can ask him yeah i bet she could you probably, could she'll tell yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, but it really like it was, you know, and like I said, I really I sprung the idea to you about doing a podcast about the same time I did about I I I have my podcast stuff with me at all times, just about right. And it was in my truck, more so now because I've got a you know we're leaving to go to Togo Island tomorrow, um, and so I and I was like I was sitting there I was thinking and you know we were having some of the same things we talked about on this podcast we talked about while we were sitting in the duck blind about sure. how you know just frankly just being like man this is this is just enjoyable you know just doing this and i was like this is the podcast to be had today. i think I, thank you i think that i think that there's a lot of people that feel that way like there's uh that you know you're just spending time with friends uh around the camp you know uh is is a lot of fun mm -hmm. you know i mean most of my friends like to talk about calling ducks picking up ducks with their dogs and cooking ducks mm -hmm. that's what we spend most of our time talking about <laughs> I, oh wait i forgot uh planting food for ducks sure that's the other one sure yeah yeah but that's the summertime thing so i'm not thinking about it right now yeah not now not now you, t you talk about that later right right what what kind of food are we going to plant for the ducks and, and oh and building duck blinds building i love duck blinds. man i love to build a duck blind yeah Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. i've already got some big plans for next summer it, it, i'm telling you like people are gonna be like yeah we can tell that guy was obsessed we can, it's coming through the speakers subtle tones right no, right was, right yeah that's, that's great man you. um but seriously man I, I look thank you thank you for today thank you for this hunt thank you for letting me spring this podcast on you last minute my pleasure um and yeah oh quick uh where can people find uh ren and ivy website and instagram all that right yeah so ren and ivy brand on social media uh ren and uh online um pretty easy to find mm -hmm. and you can reach out to uh us at info at ren and .com. great great all right guys we're gonna wrap this up hope you enjoyed the conversation and as always thank you for listening to the speak the language podcast